flow state is mental stillness. When um, you're not thinking about the past, you're not thinking about the future, you're just in the moment, time stops. It's like when Michael Jordan hits that game-winning shot at the end of a game, like he is in the moment, he's so confident. Um, you know, there's no distractions, there's no external stimuli that's bothering him. He's just like in the moment. And yeah, that's what flow is. Hey guys, welcome back to the Venture Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob O'Connor. Today joining us is Eric Hinman, the CrossFit and Endurance Athlete as well as Entrepreneur. What's up, Eric? What's going on, Jacob? How are you, buddy? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Doing great. No complaints. Good stuff. So to start things off, as always, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you think that your journey started and build up to where you are now? Sure. So my journey started very different than the chapter that I'm writing right now. Um, I grew up in a small uh, town in upstate New York called Pulaski, uh, right on Lake Ontario, and, you know, very um, rural upbringing. Grew up salmon fishing and uh, snowmobiling. Um, I played three sports in high school. My favorite sport was basketball. Um, I ran track. I ran cross country. And then I went to college in a small upstate school, SUNY Geneseo, for business management. Um, got into weightlifting while I was in school there, but very much just vanity-based, certainly not fitness-based. Um, and then right out of college, my father gave me an opportunity to start my own insurance agency. Um, he had managed a small insurance carrier for 30 years in upstate New York, and um, he gave me a company car, small salary, and told me to kind of create my own destiny. So over a seven year period in my early 20s. Um, I was putting 50,000 miles a year on a car and going door to door selling insurance. And I landed on insuring mainly campgrounds and marinas, specializing in certain markets and becoming known as an expert in those industries. And I always tell young people, like if you're, um, you know, it certainly wasn't a passion of mine by any means, but it created the foundation for everything else I've been able to build. So I tell young people that are just getting into the workforce, um, pick an opportunity where you're not just trading time for money early on. Pick something either that A, you're passionate about, or B, you're building an asset or you're building reoccurring revenue or what I like to call now mailbox money, where you know you put in some work up front, but you continue to get paid on it without putting in the same amount of time going forward. So. I did that for seven years. I still own that business, but it's been on autopilot for about 11 years now. I have someone who manages the business for me. Um, in 2009, I started a software company with a friend in upstate New York, and uh, we were really early in the mobile app revolution. Um, we had access to Syracuse University students, and uh, they, they were teaching a mobile app development course then. So we hired a team of engineers from Syracuse University with absolutely no knowledge whatsoever in software development. But, uh, you know, we learned as we went and we ended up building um, this nice little software business over a four year period. Um, I sold my shares in that company in 2014. And also along that way, I was getting back into the health and wellness space and really starting to design my life around health and wellness. Um, in 2010, I competed in my first triathlon. And then in 2011, I competed in my first half Ironman. 
Um, it was Eagle Man in Cambridge, Maryland. And I finished the race in like five hours and 10 minutes, which I was not happy with my time. And I had to stand under a fire hose for about 40 minutes after the race because I was so delirious. And I told my girlfriend at the time that uh, I'm never fucking doing this again. Like, this was a horrible idea. And then like two hours later, I'm like, honey, I think I'm going to sign up for a full Ironman. <laughs> so then in 2012, found myself competing in Ironman like Placid and um, misqualifying by Kona by one spot, by one minute. The guy who got the last spot, I didn't know it at the time, but he passed me at mile 25 in the run. So that was my motivation to do it again in 2013, qualified for Kona, had a bad race in Kona. And then uh, 2014, came back again, qualified for the world championships in Kona and had a great race in Kona. Um, so that four-year period is when I really started to redesign my life around health and health and wellness. Um, and then after I sold my shares in the software company, 2014, I didn't have like a day-to-day -day office or job anymore. Um, I co-founded a gym in late 2013 that was a passion project, investing in some friends that were trainers at another gym. And it, you know, it was a, a something that I wanted to have for myself and also for other people to have in Syracuse, something similar to what I would experience in like New York City. And then with the gym, I met my business partner in several restaurants that I co-owned and invested in him to um, open up a couple restaurants, one called Original Grain, which is a healthy, fast, casual restaurant, two locations, one in Syracuse, one in Rochester, and then a trendy Mexican concept called Exo Taco. Um, but again, like those were, you know, I wasn't involved operationally in the gym or the restaurants. They were more helping create the brands, uh, being involved early on, but having someone else operate them. And so, uh, uh, along the way, I developed this following on social media through Ironman and the last few years of my life since making Denver home base, which is where I am now, um, that has become my day to day. So, you know, I say retired, I'm still very much, you know, working and monetizing my lifestyle, but, you know, I'm designing my days, I'm doing what I love every single day, and I'm super grateful for that. What a crazy experience. You've really been in a lot, involved in a lot. I have, yeah, written a lot of different chapters and, um, you know, I've learned to try and focus on one chapter at a time now, as opposed to writing too many chapters at the same time, um, because ultimately like focusing on one thing and going through the world with one lens on is how you're going to be most successful in anything. And Iron Man really taught me that. I mean, that's when, you know, I was very focused on like a structured life. I was training, going to the office, training and pretty much saying no to everything else. So you know, since then I've been smarter about what I say yes and what I say no to. And again, with the restaurants and the gym, like they were helping early on and building them, but not involved operationally in them. So, you know, it sounds like a lot, but, um, you know, they're not my day to day. My day to day now is, you know, really just the content creation. Yeah, definitely. I interviewed a guy named Ryan Stuman who his uh, kind of catchphrase is focus is a superpower. So I, I get what you're yeah. saying, but yeah. So what, what do you think it is about, um, athletics and kind of the health and wellness space that draws you to it? Uh, I mean, it's kind of like uh, creating your own business. It's uh, the result is directly correlated to how much purposeful practice you put in um, and you control your destiny with it. That's what I like so much about it, comparing it to individual athletics. Um, and, you know, for me, they put me in this flow state. They create mental stillness for me when I'm you know, trail running or mountain biking, like they're technical sports that require skill and 
you know, I, I do it more now for the feeling that I get from doing it and the presence that carries over from doing those activities more than I do it to look a certain way. Like that's a, that's a byproduct of it. Um, it's more for the feeling and even, you know, I don't compete that often anymore. I, I really just enjoy competing with myself every single day and, uh, just chasing again, that, that feeling or that flow state every day. Absolutely. And when you talk about this flow state, I know that I know what it is, but could you explain that kind of in your own words to the audience, anyone listening? Yeah. Flow state is mental stillness. When um, you're not thinking about the past, you're not thinking about the future. You're just in the moment. Time stops. It's like when Michael Jordan hits that game winning shot at the end of a game, like he is in the moment. He's so confident. Um, You know, there's no distractions. There's no external stimuli that's bothering him. He's just like, in the moment. And yeah, that's what flow is. And, you know, you can train yourself to get into that flow state by doing these activities that force you to be in the present moment. And then as you get better at it, um, you know, just like having this conversation right now is a flow state activity where we're both super present with each other. And this is going to carry over throughout the rest of the day and that our mind is going to be trained to like be still and focus on one thing at a time. Um, then the opposite would be, you know, being in like large groups of people where there's just tons of external stimuli and like you can't think because you're just being bombarded with so many different sensations and stimuli. Yeah, thank, thank you. That's perfect. And I love the Michael Jordan reference. I'm a big fan. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah, absolutely. They're replaying all of his games, I think, mid-April. They're putting them all on ESPN for everyone. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, great era that'll be cool to watch yeah definitely and so you know kind of in the same vein like for everyone who is stuck inside now or kind of stuck at their house because of the coronavirus what are you doing to stay active to be healthy during this pandemic yeah so i'm a big proponent in um you know finding creativity within within constraints so i've set up a gym at a friend's garage um i'm you know, quarantining between my place and then going to his place for workouts and recovery. He has a whole recovery set up at his place with a cold tub and a sauna, which is super important to me. And then I'm doing yoga now at home. You know, I just, I have fallen into my exact same routine within constraints. So, um, you know, I'm cooking at home a hell of a lot more than I ever would have before. I usually go out for almost every single meal. So it's just designing your own worlds um, and like making the best of it, not just saying like, okay, this isn't so bad, but saying like, this is how I can make this good. And that's what I'm doing. I'm fortunate to be here in Colorado where we have lots of access to, you know, open space and solitude and mother nature. So I'm still getting outside every single day, getting vitamin D. That's super important to me and my happiness. So, you know, just finding places where, you know, I can be by my, by myself. But I think it's important to just like, figure out how, how you can make the best of this. Um, and you know, for a lot of people, this is really like, instead of working on your business or I'm sorry, instead of working in your business, working on your business, same with this, like you can work on yourself during this time period. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are, are without work and without pay and that's, that's horrible. But again, like this is an opportunity to like focus on self and practice some self care um, things like, you know, fitness and eating healthy, um, doing some recovery things, doing breathing, doing yoga, stretching. And then hopefully people find that these things like make them better. They make them show up better and it'll carry over, you know, back when the, the world is open back up to us. So, you know, yeah, it's looking at it in a positive light. What can I do to make this 
um, a good time period for me and make me better so that I can show up better once this is over. I love that mentality. And for all the people who are stuck inside, maybe whether it's an apartment or a smaller living space, what um, fitness tips or workouts or exercises would you offer them to consider while they're sitting inside and while they're, um, they, maybe they can't get outside, like body weight exercises, things like that? Yeah. So since January 1st of this year, I've been doing 100 air squats and 100 push-ups every single day. Um, my friend Matt Bickle is the one who, uh, who initiated this. And yesterday he actually posted how many we have done. And uh, it is now at 8,800 air squats and 8,800 push-ups. And, you know, again, it's like little mini goals that by the end of the year, it's going to be like, holy shit, we did, you know, 20,000 air squats and 20,000 push-ups. So that's something I'm encouraging people to do is air squats and push-ups every single day. Burpees are one of the best exercises that you can do. It's a full body movement. You know, you do 20 of them as fast as possible. You're going to spike your heart rate. Um, jump squats, uh, jumping, alternating lunges, uh, pull-ups on your door frame. You know, you can get uh, like TRX bands and attach them to your staircase. So you can do like, you know, pulling movements. Yeah, there, there's a million, get a kettlebell. And with a kettlebell, you have weight. You know, there's still ways where the, the two things I like to tell people is, you know, try and get your heart rate above 155 beats per minute, at least three to four times per week and lift something heavy three to four times per week. And, you know, you can deadlift your couch. So, you know, if, if there's a will, there is a way. And it's just finding creativity with, with what you have or, you know, what you can purchase to, to have to do fitness. Yoga is something that, you know, I, I just took up at the January 1st this year, and I've been streaming friends classes and then some ALO yoga classes. And that's something anyone can do at home. I mean, it's obviously nice if you have a mat, but even if you don't have a mat, you can do it on a, on a floor. So, Again, if there's a will, there's a way. Wall sits, planks, million exercises. <laughs> Definitely. And yoga is no joke. I always know, I noticed that so there's hard. that preconception around it, but like having a yoga class at school, the, a unit that we've had to go through, it is no joke. Like it is a challenge. Yeah. I mean, I, I run, I mountain bike, I do CrossFit workouts, I lift heavy weight, I do gymnastics. Yoga is the hardest thing that I'm doing right now, physically and mentally. What aspect do you think it is that really like, gets to you about like the workouts because most of them you're not like running you're not like doing stuff like that because it's more like body weight what do you think it is about it well it's it's it can be frustrating for me like holding some of these poses where I want to quit well before I know I I really need to whereas like I can run for an hour and a half and like my heart rate's up and you know but you know trying to hold an L-sit for five seconds is hard as hell so it's just it's the frustration behind holding your body weight in some of this stuff when you can do other things so well. And then this really humbles you, which is what I love about it. I mean, my, I, I don't have progress in anything else in my life um, at the same level as this, because it's not something I have practiced in, in life. So I'm really enjoying it. And then uh, same with yoga. I mean, the mental stillness that you get from it um, by being still like Shavasana and meditating, like I'm incorporating a lot of that into my life right now. And it's incredible how you can just quiet your mind with those things. Absolutely. And so, you know, kind of similar to what we're talking about, what uh, tips or advice would you offer in like the personal development realm for someone who's sitting there, right? They've worked on their body, they've worked on their business, and we still got like six hours left in the day. What advice would you offer them in that realm? Um, so recover, recovery for me is another huge thing that I do every single night. A lot of people see the training volume that I do every single day. And don't realize that I do the same amount of recovery volume every single day. And 
you know, I mean, that can be as simple as a three to five minute cold shower, which, you know, everyone pretty much has access to. But uh, I have an infrared sauna at home, and I'll typically sit in that for about an hour every single night. I do yoga every single night. And then I have what's called an ice barrel filled with cold water. And I'll sit in that for five to seven minutes and then sit in a hot Epsom salt bath for 10 to 15 minutes to warm back up and do several rounds of that. So, you know, taking a hot Epsom salt bath, taking a cold shower, if you have access to ice, you know, having ice delivered and, and doing an at-home ice bath, if you have a, a bathtub. I mean, these are things that, you know, most people have not tried. Most people think of them as something that only athletes do. But again, this is something that I'm doing to boost my immune system, um, to put me in flow state, to practice mental toughness, to reduce anxiety. And, you know, again, it's the feeling that I'm getting from this. It's not obviously recovery and reducing inflammation is a big component of it, but that's not the sole reason why I'm doing it. That's kind of another byproduct of it. And absolutely like the mental challenge that you get from the cold showers. I know that there, there's something that I've tried myself and it's like you get in there and it's just absolutely terrible. But then after like maybe 30 seconds, it starts to be a little bit easier. Yeah. It's, it's like a CrossFit workout where it's like the, thir the first 30 seconds is where you're going to make or break. It doesn't get any worse. And as long as you can get past that first 30 seconds, like you're pretty golden. Your, your mind says, Oh, okay, this is the new norm. You know, I, I can withstand this. So for someone who's training every day consistently, are cold showers something that like helps with muscles and fatigue and stuff like that? Or what exactly uh, does it do? Yes, it, it definitely helps with this. So I, I have access to my ice barrel. So that's typically what I do or I'll sit in a cold stream. Um, and I mean, what it's doing is increasing your, your circulation and you're getting some new blood flow um, to areas that were, you know, where your muscles were torn. So um, it's reducing inflammation and it's boosting your immunity as well by pumping, you know, new blood throughout your, your system. Okay. That, that makes sense then. All right, Eric, before I forget, where can people find you online if they want to look you up or reach out? Yeah, uh, my website, erichinman.com or Instagram, just my name, Eric Hinman. All right, awesome. And before we go, I've got one last question, but first, a little bit of background for you. So when you die, the only thing that matters, the difference that you made or the impact that you had. So that being said, what difference or what impact are you looking to make? Um, I think it's to uh, make people aware that, you know, nothing in this world is permanent. Um, something could happen tomorrow to any one of us. And that's not to scare people and that's not to put fear out there. It's just to like preach, like live life to the fullest every single day and, you know, design your life. That's something over the last 10 years that I've been fortunate to do. And, you know, a lot of what I put out on social media is about like inspiring people to design your life, inspiring people to work on themselves so they can show up as, you know, better to those around them. Um, but yeah, ultimately like, just like try and be in the moment, like, you know, don't live in the past and don't be anxious. Don't you think too far into the future, just like live in the now and do that to, um, to your best ability to experience joy and enthusiasm. Cause ultimately that's the Holy grail is just being joyful and enthusiastic every single day.